A reading from the first letter of St. John. Children, it is the last hour. And just as you heard that the Antichrist was coming, so now many Antichrists have appeared. Thus we know this is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not really of our number. If they had been, they would have remained with us. Their desertion shows that none of them was of our number. But you have the anointing that comes from the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. I write to you, not because you do not know the truth, but because you do, and because every lie is alien to the truth. Verbum Domini. to the
with God and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him and without Him nothing came to be. What came to be through Him was life and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony, to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh, and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the Father's only begotten Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, the one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God the only begotten Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed Him. Verbum Domini. St. John speaks of the last hour in the first reading. 
So children, it is the last hour. We know that this is the last hour. And the beloved disciple John is encouraging us to be watchful and to be on guard, ultimately to always try to be ready for the Lord's coming in glory. St. John calls it the last hour. St. Paul calls it the end of the ages. And St. Peter calls it the end of the times. All these are referring to the same thing. They're all encouraging us to remain vigilant while waiting in joyful hope for the Lord's return in glory. The Catechism specifically points out the times after the ascension of our Lord Jesus into heaven as this hour, this last hour. It states, since the ascension, God's plan has entered into its fulfillment. We are already at the last hour. Already the final age of the world is with us and the renewal of the world is irrevocably underway. It is even now anticipated in a certain real way, for the church on earth is endowed already with a sanctity that is real but imperfect. Christ's kingdom already manifests its presence through the miraculous signs that attend its proclamation by the church. So this last hour that John speaks about is broader than our understanding of the minutes time frame, 60 minutes time frame. We want to remember what Peter said in his letter also, do not ignore this one fact, beloved. Do not forget this one fact, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. And every year on December 31st, the last day of the year, the church always reminds, through, reminds us through St. John's letter about being in this last hour and the need of being watchful and being vigilant. You might be thinking, wait a minute. That's what you were saying during Advent. All this preparation, the need to be vigilant, the need to be ready for his coming. But we're in Christmas now. Jesus Christ is born for us. He's here with us. Now, all those thoughts are true. At the same time, the need to be ready and the need to be constantly vigilant for the Lord's coming is always applicable not just during Advent, but during Christmas, during all liturgical seasons of the year, and really during our whole entire earthly life. Because our whole life is a preparation for His coming, to see Him face to face. The eternal Word becomes flesh and dwells among us. He takes upon Himself our human nature, Human nature 
which is destined to die, cannot live forever. Human nature tends to be fragile, tends to be weak, tends to be delicate and filled with miseries and sufferings. Human nature tends to get sick and eventually dies. He takes upon himself our human nature. God takes upon himself our human nature in order to exchange it for us with something greater than human nature, in order to make our lives anew, in order to exchange our mortal life with his immortal life, in order to exchange our finite life with his infinite life, in order to exchange our earthly life with his glorious eternal life. And something to ponder too, this human nature that the eternal word takes upon himself, it's not like a jacket that we put on. It's not like a sweater that we put on, that he put on while on earth, and then when he returns to heaven, he takes it off. No, it's once he takes upon her human nature, he continues to remain as the one divine person with two natures, human and divine. You know, all this is for our sake. All this is to redeem all of us. All this to exchange with us the glory we would never have if the child Jesus would never have been born in time in order to lead us, in order to bring us outside of time to be with his Father. So this preparation for his coming in glory is with him, not just simply our soul preparation or our own effort or our willpower. It's with him. It's with him. It's with the child Jesus who's born for us in Bethlehem. He's the one who's helping us get right with the Father, to be able to be reconciled, to get right with the Father. He's the one who's helping us get to the Father's house where we shall live forever and ever. So we want to spend this last hour, or literally the last day of this year, with the child Jesus close in our hearts, dwelling in our hearts. And traditionally in the church, and we have a custom here and also our community in Idabutian, to have the last uh, hours, literally the last hour of the year tonight with Mass. So we have 11 o'clock Mass tonight and going to that New Year. So we want to spend this last hour, this last day with the Lord, and we want to spend it in contrition for times and the graces we have wasted this year. And the sisters, the portraits reminded me this morning that they're going to be doing the miserere after Mass uh, this morning, uh, Psalm 51. 
and another psalm, and part of it is for reparation, making reparation for what we've done in the past year. I think this is something that we want to um, also embrace, also uh, take part of our life uh, to do. And again, spend it in contrition for the times and the graces we have wasted this year. And not only that, we cannot, you know, I, I mentioned this before many times, as Catholics, we're people of both and, not either or, right? So there is this negative aspect of it, the contrition of times and graces, whatever it is that we've wasted that God bless us with during this year. But then there's this positive also aspect of it, to spend it in thanksgiving. In thanksgiving for the blessings and the graces the Lord of time and history, Jesus Christ, provides for us this year so that we may approach the new year with him.